Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Mack and Abdallah. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Walking Abdallah, 6-7 to seven tonight. We will take you into coverage of Game 4 of the World Series in one hour. Texas at Arizona, Game 4 of the World Series. You'll hear it right here on ESPN 1000 tonight. Right now, it's Blocking Abdallah for the next hour. We'll take your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Reacting to the NFL, the trade deadline was this afternoon at 3 p.m. And the Chicago Bears make news earlier today. They trade for defensive end Montez Sweat from the Washington Commanders. He's now part of the mix. He will need a new contract, Abdallah. He's 27. He is a stud football player. He has six and a half sacks this season. In his career to this point with the Commanders, he has 35 and a half sacks in five seasons. The Bears adding a piece to a part of the team that desperately needs it as we sit here on trade deadline day. Yeah, I, I don't know... Um if this is a good trade or not yet, right? Like, we got to see what the extension looks like. And I think you have to see him perform first, right? Like, if he comes in and he already has six and a half sacks, so if he comes in and has, you know, another six and a half sacks and has a, a double-digit sack year uh, on a team that is dead last in the NFL or close to last, I believe, is what uh, it was on Sunday night when they talked about it on Sunday Night Football, uh, in sacks, like, it's a position of need. And... That's what it takes to get a player like this is a second-round pick. Now, Chase Young goes uh, to the 49ers for a compensatory third-round pick, so that's going to be like at the back end of the third round. But he has injury questions. He's playing well this year, but there is always the worry that if you have an ACL, it could it could you know tear again, and you never know. But I think that right now, I think it's a good move. It's a position of need. You have to pay him. He's got to want to be here. So you have to pay him. But also, now Ryan Poles has to go out in this offseason and really get this team in a, in a mode to compete. And not like, oh, maybe they'll win seven games or eight games. Like, you got to win. Like, this season's pretty much lost as far as, like, trying to make the playoffs or something like that. But you can still win games and be a competitive football team. And I'm hoping that this move you know, rejuvenates this defense. They had been playing well leading into the uh, Chargers game, but that was against subpar competition. This was a position of need that people were saying they need to go get a pass rusher. That's exactly what they did. They went out and they got a pass rusher. This is a rebuilding situation, right? Ryan Poles was hired to be a rebuilding GM. Yeah. yeah. This situation mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, in back-to-back years on the trade deadline day, you trade away a second-round pick. Yeah. How are you going to rebuild if you constantly are moving away your top-level picks. And, and it, it was a major miss with Chase Claypool last year. We know how that turned out here with the Chicago Bears. He's now playing for Miami, and he's not doing anything for Miami either. Now, Montez Sweat is a good player. So when we ask, and you say, well, we'll see how it turns out, the one thing we do know is that Sweat is a very good player. Yeah. I, I think what bothers me about this is this feels like a move that you're doing when you're trying to win now. Yet everything around Ryan Poles is telling him that they're not ready to win now. Quarterback position, question marks. Head coach, extreme question marks. I think the fan base is realizing that Eberflus is not the guy. No. The roster, 
question marks in other spots. So now it feels like Ryan Poles is chasing once again. Last year at the trade deadline, he had a botched pick in Bayless Jones. So then he goes out and trades for a wide receiver. Second round pick doesn't work either. So now he has two misses there. He knew in the offseason the biggest hole on this defense was edge rush, right? Getting to the quarterback. Yeah. Yannick Ngakwe is signed right before the season starts. He's been okay. Hasn't really flashed too much. And now you make this deal for a second-round pick for a player who's 27, who needs a new contract, who may or may not want to be here long-term. And now you're in a situation where you have a guy who's constantly moving out pieces that you need desperately to rebuild this team for guys to win now. It seems like he's on a different timeline than everyone else in the organization. Well, I think the only way to me that you can compare this move with the Chase Claypool move is that looking at the offseason, Sweat and Chase Young were probably going to be the two guys out there at defensive end, right? And instead of getting into a bidding war with a team, you now, you trade your pick and you set the market yourself, right? Like you get to say sign him to whatever he wants and not have a team get into a bidding war with a team right or a couple teams in the offseason which might have happened and they've got a lot of money to spend so it's not the end of the world if they overpay a little bit for him i'm not worried about that part uh what i'm worried about is now when we get to the draft and let's say they have the second you know worst record in the nfl and that's the second overall pick in the second round that are there going to be comparable players out there in college that you could have taken with that second pick for that position that are cheaper, cost-controlled, and much younger than Sweat is? He's 27 now. He'll be 28 next year. Yeah. If you sign him to a four-year deal, you're getting him from 28 to 32, right? And I would imagine it's somewhere around $25 million, Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Think years? On the open market, he'd be able to get top dollar. Yeah. Uh, he's not in a situation where he he knew that he had that on the horizon. Now a team trades for him. Whether or not the Bears like are going to give him exactly what he wants is probably why we're sitting here at 6.07 p.m. This trade took place, what, around 10.30 this morning? Mm-hmm. And we don't have news of Sweat getting a new contract? You mentioned, what, 10 minutes ago with Waddle and Sylvie about the Khalil Mack trade? The moment that trade was made... Moments later, we we were getting news that the Bears are also going to reward Khalil Mack with a brand new contract. I would imagine that's why we're sitting here after six o'clock and this trade took place hours ago mm-hmm. and there's no no whispers of it getting done at this point. You know, and that adds into the other piece of news in Bears land over the last 24 hours. Late last night, Jalen Johnson requested a trade from the Chicago Bears. The Bears said, sure, go ahead, go find a trade for us. Uh, So all day, Jalen Johnson and his agent tried to find a trade partner for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Various media reports around the National Football League today have said that the Steelers were interested, the Buffalo Bills were interested, uh, but the price that the Bears were asking for was too high. Jalen Johnson did not get moved. He's still with the Chicago Bears. Also makes for an interesting situation as Johnson's going to be back in the mix tomorrow at Hallis Hall. Just 24 hours ago, he was requesting a trade. He wanted out of Chicago. Well, yeah, and I heard Cordy Cronin on with Waddle and Sylvie talk about how he's like a key piece in the locker room and what the mood will be like in the locker room tomorrow once they come back in for you know their walkthrough because uh, they're not practicing tomorrow. They're just doing like a, like a little walkthrough because of the t- traveling and all this kind of stuff, whatever. The point is that Jalen Johnson wanted a new deal, 
and they couldn't meet. And we've seen this from polls before. Like, we've seen him do this. Whether it's free agents, whether it's guys that are already in the building, he has a number set. And if the player thinks that they are going to get more than that number, they're not going to either be signed or they're going to be sent away, whether it's in a trade or in this situation, maybe at the end of the year, because Jalen Johnson has said that he's not going to uh, negotiate in season. Now they could still sign him. If they sign Sweat to an extension here in the next couple of days or whatever, they could franchise Jalen Johnson and he could be on the team next year as a franchise tag. But then you get into a, maybe a holdout situation yep. and all that kind of stuff. But I think that Ryan Poles right now is trying to build up this defense to take advantage of the market. And I think he looks at next year's market as far as free agents and says the same thing he said about Chase Claypool. Now, this is completely different. Don't let the fact that they have the same name and the fact that it's a second-round pick tarnish what you think of this trade. They are two completely different players. One is a great pass rusher, and one was a mediocre wide receiver that the Steelers didn't want anything to do with. My point was just trying to fix something by giving away important picks that you have in the future. Yeah. Like, that's where a team that's rebuilding, you rebuild with drafted players. That's how teams build up quickly, is with the players that they draft. If you're constantly giving away stuff to get back veteran players to try and win now, it's a different timeline. That's what I'm calling out here. As we respond to the Bears on the NFL trade deadline, the Bears trade for defensive end Montez Sweat from the Commanders. Your reaction at 312-332-3776. Dre on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dre? Yo, what's up, guys? I just wanted to say, like, let's just cool and let's just call it for what it is. This was a dumb move from Ryan Poles, bro. Black, you said it perfectly, bro. We are trying to rebuild our team from the ground up. And this is the second year in a row he's given away valuable draft picks for players that seemingly can help you now. Okay, and I'm not saying that Montez Sweat is a bad player or whatever the case may have you, but let's not forget that he's coming from a team that had a stacked defensive line. Stacked defensive line. So with all those guys that teams have to worry about on their front four, of course one of them was going to shine. But it's not like Montez Sweat was shining so bright that he was blinding. I mean, okay, six and a half sacks, he's doing okay. But you put him on a team like the Bears that don't have nearly as much to worry about as the commander's defensive line did. And watch this be a busted pick. Watch this be another pick just like the Chase Claypool situation. You get here, and he's not going to do nothing. Now the teams can all game plan against Montez Sweat because that's the only thing that they have to worry about coming from the Bears' defensive line. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry Ryan Poles is showing his inexperience as a GM. And that's just plain and simple, guys. Like, what are you doing? You're giving away valuable draft picks that we're going to need in the future. The team isn't going anywhere this season. So, okay, all the moves that you made in the offseason to, air quote, address the defensive line, it didn't work out. So rival what you got, keep your draft picks, and let's just go back and try to get them next year. And as far as this uh, whole thing with yeah. Jalen Johnson, he's sure. starting to get a little bit irritated. Because who do you think you are, buddy? You got two picks, and I don't know how many games. Oh, because you had one good game out of all the games that you done played with the Bears, and now all of a sudden you're on such a high horse that you, you can throw around the man and act like you're just his premier cornerback. Man, please give me a break. I hope they let him walk, too. And that's all I want to say, guys. Thank you, Dre. Appreciate it. 312-332-3776. I I think the other piece of the context to add to the sweat trade for the Bears and giving up a second-round pick is that the 49ers give up a conditional third-round pick for Chase Young. Yeah, 
I mean, let that sink in, Bears fans. No, I know. Who's the more talented player? Well, Sweat's playing better. Who's the more talented player? I mean, when fully healthy, Chase Young probably. I didn't but ask fully healthy. I'm just saying, more talented well, players. But you Chase have Young. to take everything into context. The I context am. is that he's Sweat coming is off, healthy. He's, he's coming, playing well now. He's coming off a horrific knee injury. Could Young be playing well for the 49ers later this season? He could be. Yeah. On way to winning a Super Bowl, is that possible? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But they also have for a conditional lot, third. They also have better defensive players around him than the Bears currently do. No, I know, but so you give up more. Well, that was the price. But he might be more valuable to San Francisco. He could be. But that's my point, is that if Chase Young goes to San Francisco and plays really well, the 49ers just got Chase Young for a conditional third. The Bears give up a two for sweat. Yeah. It feels as if Ryan Poles is now getting fleeced. And that, that's what we had with the old GM. I think he got fleeced on the. That's clay- what it felt with Pace. I think he got Every fleeced single move on the that Pace pool trade. Ma- I, I made it. I don't it felt think, like he was fleeced. I don't think he got fleeced on this trade. We'll it's see bl- what the money is, but I don't think he got fleeced on. We'll this take one. your calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Black and Abdallah. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Football with you. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. We do have breaking college football news. The first college football playoff rankings were just released. Here are the top six. Number one, Ohio State. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Michigan. Four, Florida State. The first two out. Washington at five. Oregon at six. Before we get back to the Bears calls, any thoughts? Ohio State number one. Yeah, I remember last year Tennessee was number one, and uh, what ended up happening? What ended up happening to them? So, like, let's uh, let's just slow our roll yeah. here. On, uh, I, I agree with the I've top got two eyeballs, and it says that either Michigan or Georgia are the best teams in the country. I under- not but, two and three, but Ohio State have two better wins. Great. Ohio, uh, Penn State and Notre Dame. Michigan has just killed people yeah, so far this year. Yeah, they haven't played anybody. Their best win is Rutgers. Oh, I know. Come it, on, man. You can't, blame, you can't blame it on a bad Big Ten. No, just figure it out. Listen, they'll play each other. They will. And they'll figure it out. Sure. That's why the top four is great. That's why but, I vote to don't expand the playoffs because guess what? Ohio State, Michigan at the end of the year matters this year. And yeah. next year, it won't matter. You know how this always plays out, though? You put Ohio State or Michigan at one. That means that if they lose, they can get to four. Oh, for sure. So, so that final game, even though we're going to hype it up and say, hey, this is the game to get in, yeah. it doesn't matter because whoever loses, they're going to put the fourth spot. Yeah, but Bama's number eight. So if they beat LSU All on right. Saturday and then beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, who knows? All right, so today the Chicago Bears trade for defensive end Montez Sweat from the Washington Commanders. We're taking your thoughts on it. We're talking Bears football at 312-332-3776. Tom in Romeoville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom? Hey, good evening, guys. Happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween. You as well, Tom. Well, my thought is, I mean, this is the kind of trade you make when you're on the cusp of getting into the playoffs, and clearly the Bears aren't. And it was interesting because Ryan Poles was on with Jeff Joniak over the weekend saying, oh, we're going to not be doing much at the trade deadline. I wonder if after the debacle Sunday night, which Kevin Warren was at, 
Kevin Warren went to Ryan Poles and said, hey, you need to get this thing fixed before the end of the season or you're out of here. Well, I, I don't. I don't think it was probably that dramatic. I could. I could imagine Kevin Warren saying, "We need to start turning the tides here. We need to start winning games. We need to get things moving along." But I don't think it would be like, "Or else you're out" type of thing. Yeah, Tom. I don't think that uh, Ryan Poles' seat is warm at all. Like, if you have seat warmers okay. in your car, like I think <laughs> it's it's not, not even today. on. I don't even think it's on the first setting. Okay. No, fair enough. That's just just something I I thought. No, appreciate it though. All right, thanks, no Tom. Thanks for the phone call. We go to like, would Tony. Would you agree with me? I don't think I don't think Ryan Poles is getting is leaving at the end of the year. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how long Velas Jones is on this uh, is, is on this roster. Oh, it's like, possible. If they lose out, it's possible. I don't think so. I, it's the NFL. You Anything's don't possible move, when you, don't, you lose out. You don't get authority to make a move like this if you're going to be here next year. If you're not going to be here next year, I mean. That's fair. I mean, we'll see how they pay him, too. I mean, they have to pay Montez Sweat now. Still waiting on that email. Tony, on the north side, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just listening to you guys talking about this. And, and help me understand something, if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, why would why would Poles make this trade, right? Because Montez Sweat's going to be a free agent at the end of the year anyway. Why wouldn't you just wait to free agency and keep that second-round pick and then sign him for whatever you want? Because if I'm Montez Sweat, right, I wouldn't sign an extension with the Bears. I'd want to hit free agency, don't you think? Yeah, that, that's what I was kind of suggesting like 20 minutes ago is that he would have had the open market to get top dollar. Now he's going to say, well, I still want to hit free agency, so you need to overpay me now because I'm not going to be allowed to hit free agency. Right. So, so like you guys are talking about building for the future, I mean, save that second-round pick, right? Don't trade it. And then, and then if you really wanted the player, then go get him in free agency. You're well, going to pay him anyway. The problem with that, Tony, is one, you could get into a bidding war and end up having to overpay, or what we've seen from Ryan Poles is that he just won't go past a certain point, and that'll be the end of it, and then you just don't get any pass rusher. Or the commanders could have franchise tagged him if they don't want Chase Young. They could have franchise tagged Montez Sweat and just said, hey, you're playing under the franchise tag next year, then you can do a holdout situation potentially and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that that could have also happened. So in, in trading for him, you get to negotiate with him personally as opposed to negotiating through other teams and trying to reset the market and all that kind of stuff. And you're guaranteed to basically have him for at least this year and can negotiate the entire year. I would hope that a, a deal has been will be agreed to soon, but technically you have the entire year to negotiate with him. Well, as a, as a player, I'd still want to hit free agency. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't, you know, whether you trade it or not, I would definitely test the free agent waters. Yeah. That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Tony. I appreciate it, guys. There Good he is. Stuff. There's Tony. We go to Jeff in Hoffman Estates. Hello, Jeff. Gentlemen, how are you? We're good. What's up with you? I'm good. I called a few weeks back before Tyson's agent was even known. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gentlemen said, nope, never going to play. Nope. Cream rises to the top. Nope. They're not going to put him in. It sounds like you're doing an Abdallah impersonation there, Jeff. No, no, not at all. I don't even listen to you guys. I listen when I'm in my car, and I'm rarely in the car at night. I listen in the daytime all day. Um, I just think that you guys come to conclusions long before you have enough information to make a decision like that. Yeah, you're right. Wait, is this this a pro-Bajan call today? No, Jeff. 
Jeff, you're right. We, we didn't see into the future that uh, Justin Field would tear some tendons in his Oh, uh, and then the arrogant, yeah, you're right. the arrogant comments that have no No, backing. you're right. We didn't, we didn't know that Fields would get hurt and they'd have to play a backup like every team in the NFL does when their quarterback gets hurt. You're so right. then you should have known this would happen. Well, yeah, obviously he was going to play if Fields got hurt. Well, then why did you say he wouldn't? You said he'd you, never play you down saying, in the NFL. You were saying that he that he would play as opposed I to said, Fields when healthy. No, yeah, that's not what did. I said. I yeah, said he did. would. No, don't put words in my mouth. Don't put words I in my said, mouth. I, I am. Don't put anything in my mouth. You just said it. You just Ew. told a guy that Kevin Warren would never tell our general manager and give him an ultimatum. I think that's inaccurate. That was after, actually, after the game this was, last Sunday, it was what we were asked. That was actually I, that's crisp. what I think. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I think. Wrong. Don't put words I in my mouth. Do you think possible. he was told that, that this is or else type no, of thing? I didn't say that. I said it's highly possible that that happened. You don't know. You're assuming okay. an awful lot. Well, so I'm just giving make... my opinion on the situation. I don't okay. think that he's and, telling him this is an or else situation today. I think that's fair. But for you guys to say that Tyson Bajor would never play it down in the NFL, that he didn't have the talent. I never said that. No one ever said that. I never said that. No one listened to the wrong show. No one ever said that he wouldn't play it down in the NFL. Let me me finish. Okay. You guys said, given the opportunity, that he would never play in the NFL. Period. That's what you said to me. I never said that. No, we never said that. Yes, you did. Who is you? Who is you? Who said it? Who said it? One of you two. I don't well, know you who don't you know. are. Right. Okay. Well, you don't know who we are, but you call the show. Yeah. You know, yes, what was the point of the call? Car. You're calling to say you that Beijing played? You guys played? just want to argue. You don't want to listen. You guys think you're right about everything, and you're not. What are, what's the point you're trying to make, Jeff? The point that I'm trying to make is you guys make comments that you shouldn't make. You think you're always right, and you're not. And then when given an opportunity to give you a different opinion, you guys just want to argue. Why don't well, I, I don't understand speak? what you're calling about. Jeff, you said is you don't listen to the, the show, the and then you're trying to say something that we just said. talk over people, no respect for people's opinions? What does your generation do? Call into radio shows and complain? That they don't listen to? No, I, I've never done this before. This is my second call to your radio station. Your first one was better. <laughs> listen, actually, about 10 years ago with Waddle, I talked for about 15 minutes. And I talked with the other yes. guy from, from the Packers. But you guys just want to talk over everybody. You don't want to give anybody a chance to, to give their opinion. I think, saying, our, I think our show does the opposite. Jeff, you're saying we said things that we you didn't say. You think you guys do the opposite, but you don't. Have you, you listened to the show before? Everybody. No, he said he doesn't listen to the show. Well, that's why. He, he said has he no idea. Said, Normally, I don't. You should check out Normally. Friday nights, Jeff. Yeah, Friday nights are It's the a best. hoot. Oh, uh, you guys are jag bags. Thank you. Take the compliment. Appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, and it fits, doesn't it? Satisfied customers everywhere. Have a great evening. All right, there well. you go, Jeff. Appreciate it. Someone got a rock for Halloween. Wait, when 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 did we say that Bajit would never play in the NFL? In fact, in fact, Chris. Said multiple times, multiple times, that only what was it? Five or six quarterbacks played the entire year last year. Played all seventeen games. That in fact, a backup most likely is guaranteed to play at some point for the Chicago Bears. I believe. I, I believe those were the comments I made. I don't. 
Maybe, I don't listen maybe to he the, was listening to a different show. I don't oh. listen to the show, though. Barry and Evanson, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Barry. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're, We're good, good, man. Barry. So I just, no, I think I think the trade today I think was great. I, uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, if we didn't pick him up, someone else might have and then signed him to a long-term deal where I think maybe that's why Paul signed him instead of waiting till free agency. That's kind of my thinking. I don't think it had anything to do with what happened over the weekend. I think it would kind of be stupid of him to come out and be like, oh, you know, oh, we're, we're, we're definitely going to go for a defensive end in the next couple of days because that kind of gives all of his cards away. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Thanks, Barry. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. There he is. Black and Abdallah, ESPN 1000. You're listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. A lack of lollygagging. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Bye-bye. You know? Hashtag crew. Hey, it's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000 in the ESPN Chicago. This is the song that Greeny uses I for the start of the show every One day. One place to start. One place to start. Here we go. Uh, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Continue taking your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Uh, Abdallah, you know, the one thing that we are is not only will we talk to you on the phone lines, we are also the number one show for dads who are out watching their kids trick-or-treat. Oh, yeah. We're the number one show for that since many dads are out right now. Uh, Probably something uh, not alcohol in a mug as they walk around or a thermos as they walk around outside watching their kids trick-or-treat, enjoying the evening. Uh, So I have this Abdallah from CandyStore.com. The best Halloween candies. Here's the seven best Halloween candies. Number seven, your thoughts. The Hershey Kiss. I like I like kisses. Number six, Starburst. Ew. We we got a bag of uh of like the three, you know how they come with the tri candies? Yeah. And picked out all the Starburst and <laughs> what? And Whitney's taking them to school to give to throw. No, kids. bring them to me. You want them? Yes. I, she hasn't taken them yet. You like candy corn and you said ew to Starburst? I just don't Starburst I don't, is, you're a psycho. Is legit. I I like them. It's just not when I get it, if I was getting them as a Halloween candy, I wouldn't be like, Yay, Starburst. Number five, Sour Patch Kids. I feel like Sour Patch Kids aren't uh, like a like a, just like a little bag of them. Yeah, that's fine. I like them. Yeah, that's fine. Any bag. No, but I feel like Halloween candy is different than traditional candy. Like what? I'm not gonna ba- buy a bag of of Sour Patch Kids. You what know? What the hell are you talking about? Well, think about it. Halloween candy is different than traditional candy. What yeah. is wrong with you? Because maybe maybe in... Jeff, the last caller, was right. No, no, no. Th- listen to me. Listen. Maybe, maybe he's got should, a point. Maybe you should listen to what you're gonna. What I'm saying here, Chris. Okay. I'm upset. Can I see a manager? That dude is is hard gripping the steering wheel he's right now. He's punching the steering wheel. Um, no, because I feel like when you get a like, okay, so I got a mini Butterfinger today. Okay. I don't like an entire Butterfinger. That's too much Butterfinger. I like a little bite-sized Butterfinger. So I like a bite-sized, a little little pack of Sour Patch Kids. I'm not buying an entire bag of Sour Patch Kids just for myself. But a few of them, love that. Number four, Skittles. Same with Skittles. 
Give me a small amount of Skittles. Give me a handful of Skittles. That's all I need. I'm good. I love Skittles. Yeah, Skittles great. are probably no, my number one. Number three, hot tamales. No, out. Pass. Hard pass. Get out. Kick rocks. Throw them in the street. Percandystore.com, the best Halloween candies. Number two, M&M's. Oh, perfect. Love M&M's. Love M&M's. Even they give me the peanut ones, too. Love them. And the all-time greatest, number one. It's Reese's. Everybody loves the Reese's. The Reese's yeah. Peanut Butter Cups. Everybody loves Reese's. Who doesn't love Reese's? They've got like eight different kinds of Reese's now. You can get the uh, Reese's Cups where like the bottom is green. Yeah. And they're like Frankenstein. I saw mini, mini pumpkins were being handed out today. Like Reese's is always number one. So there you go. The top candies for Halloween per candystore.com. I'll bring you my Starburst tomorrow, okay? And Black M Doll, we're known as the number one the number one show for dads who are watching their kids trick yeah. or treat. Yeah. That's what this show is. You've got uh some 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 uh, hot cup of cider with yeah. some uh, stuff in it, some good stuff in it. Maybe uh some Tito's handmade vodka in Ooh, there. Oh yeah. We go to Josh Ninglewood. You're on ESPN one thousand. Hello, Josh. Hey guys. Thank you for having me on today. You're I just want to say, you know, I thought I'd disagree more, but Reese's is not the number one candy. I got to say it's Kit Kat. Kit Kat? Who's a, Kit Kat. Who doesn't love a good Kit Kat, brother? You know what I like, Kit Kats uh, are good. Josh? I like the white chocolate Kit Kats. White chocolate Kit Kat. Okay, okay. I'll have to disagree with you. you That's know? fine. Because I don't want to argue. You have different taste buds but than I do, Josh. So I do, man. Yeah. I do, brother. I'm from the south side. You know. I don't know how that affects <laughs> your taste buds, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just want to say, you know, I think that sometimes, you know, radio callers, because I listen to 70 to score here and there sometimes, you know. But I think that, you know, sometimes radio hosts have, you know, have to fall between a thin line of saying, hey, I like I like Justin Fields. I don't like Justin Fields, you know, because they in case he comes back, you know, you guys don't, can't say like you guys were wrong, you know, so I'll make it easy for you guys. I think Justin Fields is a buzz. I think he's going to end up in Atlanta with uh, what's his name, Ryan Poles in the next year, you know, <laughs> and I got to say with Monta Sweat, I think that, you know, I, I got to say this is the deal where we really get a chance to. To judge Ryan Poles more than anything because, you know, Montez Sweat is on a contract year, right? So I think like you guys said, you know, he's not stupid. He knows what we're thinking. So if if he doesn't get a deal done, I think he's out the door. Second, right, I think that Montez Sweat, I think the number one thing that worries me is that he has six sacks on the year. But he's on the field for almost 90% of, he never comes off the field. That's all I want to say, right? So if he only has six sacks and never comes off the field, he should have like 20 sacks by now. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure. So if Montez Sweat does not, let's say he signs into a multi-year deal and he doesn't produce, I think at some point we got to say this is a deal that makes or breaks Ryan Poe's, uh career, at least with the Chicago Bears, I'll say, because I know how the system works. He's going to get hired by another you know, probably by Kansas City's again with Matt Nagy, right? <laughs> and he's going to come back around at some point. So that's the point I want to make, right? Sometimes you got to fly between the lines. I want to make it easy for you guys. Justin Fields is a bust. Okay. He holds on to the ball too long. Yep. He, he can't read a defense. He's okay. got to fall in and adjust perfect because they run the ball too much, right? So he's got to have a couple good games, but he's going to end up being a bust. We're going to end up with number one pick, number two pick. And, and, you know, we're going to come back around and say Ryan Poles was judged on the giant uh, sweat deal more than anything. All right. Thank Thank you. you Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. There is Josh. I actually agree with Josh. In Inglewood? I I think that this could, this is now Ryan Poles is like, 
Like, I get it. Claypool didn't work out. But this, based on how much you end up paying Sweat in an extension, oh, yeah. or could you imagine if they don't get an extension done? Like, this is this lies more on Brian Poles' legacy for the future than anything else he's done so far. Let's go to Beasley in Bolingbrook. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Beasley? Oh, I'd have made it to the house, and I'm going into the garage, and I might lose you guys. Okay. Well, well, what do you want to say? If it doesn't go, um, I just wanted to put out there, I think we're getting fleeced with this Montez Sweat guy because he is like the least the least popular name on that defensive line. And, you know, what has he done to get a second-round pick? All right. Thank you, Beasley. Also, real fast before I go. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. On, the, the house, yeah. on, Justin, on Justin Fields and Tyson Bajan, um, I think we need to give Tyson Bajan a little more time out there because, you know, that mm-hmm. kid, he's got, he's got what it takes. Oh, he's got it. <laughs> he's got it. What does he have? It. Moxie. He's He's got moxie. Yeah, I like that word, moxie. He's got moxie, so I, I'd keep him out there and, you know, make sure he's not our number one quarterback next year. Moxie. All right, thank you, Beasley. <laughs> you guys have a good one. There he is. There's Beasley and Bolingbrook. <laughs> We go to Chris in Manuka. Chris, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Chris. Hey, happy Chris. Halloween, guys. How are you doing? Happy Halloween. Spooky season. I, I'm just happy I didn't have to uh, follow uh, Tyson Bajan's uh, agent earlier. Jeez, what, I don't know what that guy was on with you guys. He was very upset. But, uh, he was agents, punching his steering wheel. Agents, that's great. <laughs> but uh, I think this trade was good. Um, if we're talking about former first-round pick, you know, $100 million players, Maybe you guys could refresh my memory on who uh, traded for Khalil Mack. I don't. I don't think it was Phil Emery, but Ryan he Pace. Got that was Ryan, Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. That was a rookie. Like, oh my, two first round picks. I think right. Ugh. And we only gave up a second round pick, and I think that's way better for like a, a person who's going to get ten sacks. You know. And uh, I well, think hopefully, up, hopefully uh, more. I mean, he's got six and a half now. We're a little under the halfway point. So if you do. The math exactly. there, maybe he gets like 13, 14 sacks if he keeps that pace up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he should be a double-digit sack guy. And I was thinking while I was on hold mm-hmm. that he's going to free up uh, Yannick Ngaku for some more sacks, I think. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll really um, free him up and Dexter because Dexter's coming up, too. I like him, too. Absolutely. All right, Chris, thank you for the phone call, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. There is Chris and Manuka. We go to Cordell on the west side. You're on ESPN 1000. Cordell. What's going on, guys? Hey, I got a question. Is uh, Can you find two jag bags as a Halloween costume? <laughs> yeah, yeah just, be just dress like us. <laughs> yeah. Right. So here's the thing, man. <laughs> Everybody be so uptight. And I get it, being a Bears fan, especially all my life, I definitely want to see the Bears prosper. But this is going to be, what, year two in the rebuilding phase? We have to see what's going to happen. 
it can't just be like, oh, well, we got Monte Sweat and um, his con. Well, we we do understand it's a contract, but like how many sacks is going to get? All these variables everybody's trying to put together and saying Justin is a bust. Some dude said Tyson of uh, Bajan is, has moxie. Like, let's just let it play out, and hopefully we can get better next year and continue to get better year after year. It has to be some patience. Don't nobody have patience. Everybody's like, he's this or he's that, and they want this. And, man, just relax. Let's see. Let's just play it out. I know it gets tiring, but at the end of the day, if you're a Bear fan and you're a diehard Bear fan, even in a loss, you still got to roll with your team. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Cordell. Appreciate it. Yep. There he is. Black and Doll here on ESPN 1000. Get your calls in now at 312-332-3776. In 15 minutes, we will take you to coverage of Game 4 of the World Series, Texas and Arizona. The Rangers lead the series two games to one. We'll go there at 7 o'clock, so we have about 15 minutes left for your Bears calls at 312-332-3776. Those calls and the song of the night coming up next. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Black and Abdallah, thank you to Jack McGrath and to Kevin Zipak for producing tonight's show. We'll return tomorrow night right here on ESPN 1000 at 6. That's right, 6 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. Also, Abdal, we have to uh, let people know about what's happening on Sunday. Sunday, we will have the Bears pre-pre-show here 8 to 10 a.m. before the network pre-game show with Sylvia Lance and Dion. And then at noon, we're heading out. We're going to be at Fry the Coop, a little watch party. Yeah, Fry the Coop on Chicago Avenue here in the city. We're going to be there from noon to 2. We're going to be eating chicken. We're going to be drinking some uh, Pipeworks Brewing Company beverages from there. they got a full-service bar. They've got TVs. So come hang out with us. Enjoy some Fry the Coop. Drink some beer. Watch some football. Yeah. Uh, so hang out. We will be watching the Chicago football team yes. take on the New Orleans football team at Fry the Coop <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> it was just two other so make your plans and hang out with us on Sunday. <laughs> just just making sure that clears legal. You know yeah. how that, that uh-huh. stuff works. Uh-huh. The Chicago football uh-huh. team. Uh, John and Glenview, quickly. You're on ESPN 1000. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I got a question for you. Two, two Hall of Famers when Justin Fields hurt his thumb, said, where was he in the fourth quarter? He wasn't on the sideline, and he didn't sit next to a rookie quarterback who had never played before. Now the next game, he's on the sideline with sunglasses, never stands next to the offensive coordinator, and never sits next to the the quarterback who's still a rookie. Well, John, if you watch John, if you watch the entire game, there were multiple shots of Justin Fields sitting sitting next to Bajan and talking to him when he was on the bench. Multiple I shots. Must, I must be blind. Yeah, so I, I don't have a problem with the sunglasses. I, it's fine. It's cool. Okay, take care. Thank you. All right, thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you. Worried about Justin Fields and the sunglasses. Yeah. I screened his call for Carmen last week. All right. Uh, well, I get. Yeah, I guess we can. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I. Oh, yeah, I guess we. Can. Let's get to the song of the night. Why don't we? I wanna rock.
Every night around 6 30. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's, it's time it's for Halloween, right? I don't, I don't there's know, no man. Dial it's because it's Halloween. Yeah, it's just an experiment. Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song, we go to Our Lady Peace, Clumsy, 1997. It's your song of the night with Black and Abdallah. Every night around 6.50, song of the night. Throw away the radio, suitcase keeps you awake. Hide the telephone, telephone, telephone in case you realize that sometimes you're just not okay. You level up, you level up, you level up, and it's not alright now. You need to understand, there's nothing strange about this. You need to know that I'll be waving my hand Watching you drown Watching you scream Quiet all night And maybe you should sleep And maybe you just need as clumsy as you've been, there's no one laughing. You will be safe with me. You will be safe with me. And Chris, why yes. are we listening no to Clumsy off the album? Clumsy. All right, you know, it's Halloween. Uh, our favorite Halloween or scary movie is Scream, and we've featured uh, Scream trivia and information on the show before, so I want to give a tip of the cap to another movie from back in the day, from that era. I know what you did last summer. Oh, great movie. That movie was released October 17th of 1997, great and movie. Our Lady Peace's song, Clumsy, is featured on the soundtrack. Yeah. And I just really wanted to talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer. Great soundtrack, too. It had Offspring, Typo Negative, Soul Asylum, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Our, La- Our Lady Peace, which you're listening to, L7, Corn. Well, explain to people the plot here of this film. Essentially, some friends over the summer yeah. uh, kill a man. They kill someone. And instead of reporting it to the authorities, they dump him into the water, yeah. into the ocean. And then a year later, boom, they get a note that says, I know what you did last summer. I know what summer. you did last summer. And then a couple of, and then a uh, killer uh, tries to kill people from the group of friends. Yeah. A guy in a rain slicker wielding a hook. Yeah. That's the individual actor, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Man. Phillippe, and Freddie Prince Jr. This what was an all-time cast. classic from back in the day. What a cast. 1997. What a great movie. The sequel, not so great, where they're like on vacation. What was that? I still know what you I did last know summer? I did last summer. They go to like the Bahamas or something, and right? Jack Black was in it. Yeah. Um, not- Tyrese, was he? Was Tyrese he in that? was in it. I okay. think he was, yeah. Um, not great, but the first one, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. it was a really good movie. Yeah, I think it's easily it gets my, lost because Scream gets so much pop. I think it's my second favorite scary movie besides Scream. Like Scream One, I know what you did last summer too. Then maybe Halloween. Halloween's great. It, it's a bit dated now. Yeah, um, but I know that you know sitting here in 2023 talking about a movie that came out in '97 probably is a bit dated. Yeah. Uh, but this is a classic. If you're a guy and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Watch it. 
Check it out. Put it on tonight. It's a perfect night. Jennifer Love Hewitt, is Sarah Michelle Geller. It's our Christmas movie. I'm not doing Christmas movies this year. It's everywhere, man. I went to Target today. There's already stuff in the stores. So we salute you. I know what you did last summer. And Our Lady Peace, Clumsy from 1997. It's your song of the night. volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial there's there's no dial on my phone yeah it's just an crank the volume because it's time for black and abdallah's song of the night yo texas rangers arizona diamondbacks game four of the world series up next this is chicago's home for sports on fm 100.3 hd2 the espn chicago app and espn 1000 this is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.